Hey everyone, business owners, ladies, entrepreneurs, mothers, and maybe even a few men. I'm Megan Lockhart, the creator of Hello Life Academy, and welcome to our show. I'm gonna talk about all things life and business with a little bit of mom stuff too, every Monday and Friday. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and tag us on social media using hashtag Hello Life Academy so we can celebrate everything that you're doing in your life and business. Enjoy the episode and check out more resources at hellolifeacademy.com. Omni, so good to have you this morning. And I'm, I'm over the moon excited about this conversation because we've kind of already started and you're at home and I'm at home and we're, we're in a space where the world is definitely different right now. And, you know, how are you feeling about that? So it's been interesting for me personally. I've gone through what I would equate to the stages of grief where I had my moments of sadness and oh my gosh, like, how am I going to deal with all of this? And then there was the anger, which was the, this really just is awful. And I'm starting to edge my way now into what I actually refer to as the sixth stage of grief, which is when you make meaning out of things. And I'm sort of at that point now where I'm like, all right, this has given me the chance to spend more time with my kids. It's alleviated a lot of stressors and, and appointments in the evenings to get, you know, child one or two or three or four or five <laughs> to where they need to be. And so it's, it's given, it's like a reset, you know, and, and it's challenging me to do things that I don't normally do. Like for instance, I'm not the greatest cook, but I am learning to cook new things. <laughs> so that's kind of where I am. I, I would not be fully transparent if I tried to say that's where I am all the time. Mm-hmm. I have my moments. I have my moments where there's the, oh my gosh, we're still kind of in this and in the unknown, the unknown of it all is just, it's, it's hard. It's hard for those of us who are type A. <laughs> you and I are so similar and, and we're literally just meeting, but I'm hearing you talk and I'm like, yeah, it's, there's, there's definitely shit sandwiches. It's like, okay, this is great. Oh no, this is great. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like what do you cook? Three meals a day, five meals a day. You have five kids. So yes, my grocery bill like expanded. And then at first it was so funny. I took my 13 year old with me and she went, her, her jaw dropped. She's like, what in the heck did we just do? We just spent so much money. And then I started to laugh because I had to remind her, well, it's because you're all home for three meals a day all of a sudden. <laughs> for sure. And um, yeah, I'm trying to, as type A kind of, I'm trying to really structure the days and I'm recognizing that in this time, flexibility is so important. Yes. Yes. It's, it's for me personally, it's been the recognizing, okay, life has changed as I know it. I had my routine. <laughs> That's changed. I get it. There's acceptance of that to a point, but to your point, what you just said, I am structuring and getting into a different routine. And I feel like as soon as I can get into that and have some structure, I'll feel a little bit better. Um, With my two younger kids that the like homeschooling that we've now had to implement, that's caused the big, like, how do I manage work and them? Because you know, so I've got the five kids. One is technically done with school. She was supposed to walk in June to collect her diploma. That's kind of up in the air. So there's that. Um, my 16 and 13 year old are able to manage it on their own, but my 11 and six year old need my help. So it's very interesting to manage their school, which is meeting on zoom. And then my own business schedule. It's like, all right, how do we balance all of this at once? But yeah. And and, you know, just if I were a cheerleader right now, I would cheer so loudly for all of the, you know, men and women who are really trying to run their businesses 
and homeschool and not, you know, have constant anxiety so that it spreads where you're just like making everyone else kind of chaotic inner and outer. So today I'm, I'm excited because I wanted to, you know, hear all of your thoughts about co-dependency. Yes. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about, you know, who you are, what you've done, mm-hmm. and then let's dive right into that conversation. All right. Awesome. Well, I am Kamini Wood. I am, as I mentioned, mom of five. Um, I am a certified life coach, and I work with high achievers, both adults and teens, on dealing with the stress, anxiety, and overwhelm that come with trying to do it all, to people please, to fix, to control all the things. Uh, because of fear of letting somebody down. And what is that fear? Where does it come from? It comes from the codependency on external validation and um, those external expectations. And so what I've really done is I have built a business on being out there supporting these people on resetting, resetting the mindset, resetting those patterns, those belief patterns, um, behavior patterns, learning how to institute boundaries, and to communicate in healthier ways so that they can show up as their unique being and they can have healthier relationships. Yeah, I, wa- I really wanna hear about that external validation piece and, and what kind of patterns you've seen. Cause when you mentioned that, that sort of sentence, I started to think about how often I do that. Like, mm-hmm. do you like this? Is this good enough? Or like, what are some of the things that qualify external validation? You know, it's, it's very interesting because what's really present in my, my reality right now is having a child who is 18, getting ready to go to college. There is so much around what you should do, right? You should go from elementary to middle school to high school. Then you need to do really well in school to get into a top-notch college. And then you're going to go there. And then after that, you're going to go get this high-paying job, right? Very linear in expectation, So for us, it's thrown us into this new realm because my oldest wants to dance professionally in the ballet world, which is not linear and it's not how I was brought up. Right. So even for me, it's been this push to realize you don't have to live to those expectations just because it's been the norm or society tells you something you have to do what your heart is calling you to do. And it's been very interesting for us personally as a family, because as we've shared with our family, for instance, this is her plan. There've been, you know, the looks and the, well, I don't know. I mean, how can you make a living doing that? And we've had to say, that's not our job. You know, that's not our job to decide for her. It's her job to figure out what makes her happy. And truthfully, that's where that whole expectation living to those validations and expectations, what's expected of me? What am I, what should I do? And I say should with quotes and air quotes, because that's really what it means. It's, letting go of the shoulds and ought tos and figuring out what your intuition and your internal heart is calling you to do. You know, this, I'm I'm so happy that we're having this conversation today while like Corona is everywhere because, you know, it's more important now to follow that joy. So your daughter Mm -hmm. is way ahead of all of us who were like, go to university, do law school, become a teacher, become a doctor. And, and are you feeling that way? Like now that you're looking at her thinking, wow, you've, you've got this figured out. It's, it's amazing. I actually, I'm often asked like, what, what made you, you know, what, what was your shift? And I say my children, my children, my catalyst, they are the best teachers that I have ever been blessed with. Um, 
and I've been blessed with so many wonderful teachers, but my children have been the biggest teachers of my life. And I look at her and I honestly am in awe because it is not easy. It is not easy to stand up and say, this is what I want to do. And I know it goes against the grain and being able to stand there confidently in who you are and say, no, I'm going to make this happen. I mean, this, I call her my child because she's my child, but I mean, watching her over the last few months, she's been crisscrossing the States going to auditions on her own. And, and I'm like sitting there and I'm sitting back going, wow, when I was 18, I would have been terrified to do something like that. And yet there she was, this is what I want and I'm going to go do it. And yes, there are moments where I've sat back and thought, well, okay, so obviously something that we taught her helps with that, but it also is her, it's, it's honoring her and who she is. And it's just, it's amazing to watch. It really is. She, she clearly has the most incredible parents. <laughs> oh, thank you. One of the things I've also learned through my coaching, um, I've actually trained in conscious parenting, and I've learned to reframe parenting as, and I do say my child still, but I recognize she's not mine. I've just been blessed to be their, their guide for right now. And as much as I guide them, they're guiding me. And I think the fact that being able to anchor into that has been able to reset so much um, and has opened up doors for us. <laughs> Your daughter and, and you um, have implemented strong boundaries around things like this is my path. This is what I want to do. But so many of us really, really struggle with boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that word is funny too, because we hear it a lot in the online space and offline space. Boundaries have boundaries. Right. What does that actually mean? <laughs> I love that question because you are so right. We're all like, do you just need better boundaries? <laughs> right? Like it's super easy, especially for us like people pleasing. And I admit it, people pleasing perfectionist right here. <laughs> um, it's so easy to say, oh yeah, just put boundaries up. What it means to me is you really do have to get comfortable with what, how do I feel and what do I need? And when you anchor into those two things, then it's just a matter of communicating that to other people. And so there, you know, I do often say like, no can be a beautiful word because it's a complete sentence. And I've had to, you know, repattern myself to just be like, no, you know, because I used to say no, because, and then come up with all of these reasons why I can't do something or excuses why I can't do something. And I realized it's okay to just simply very lovingly say, oh no, I'm sorry. I can't, I I can't, I can't do that right now. Yeah. And just leave it at that. And just leave it. Like the mm-hmm. excuse. And, and, you know, I work with clients and so do you. And that is one thing that I'm often training them on. And I, don't, I didn't even realize I was training them on. But it's like you can say no to our meeting. You can say no to taking on all the activities at school. Right. Okay, you said something. And I want to work through this because I personally need some guidance on this. And I think a lot of people do too. How do I feel and what do I need? Mm-hmm. How does somebody who's been so disconnected and people pleasing for years really understand what it is they're feeling and that they need? You know, that is so huge, especially now, because a lot of people have asked me too, how do we deal with the anxiety right now with everything that's going on and what it, the best way that I've been able to teach my clients to practice it and have taught myself is getting present in your current moment, like actually present. And what that means is actually slowing down and starting with our five senses. What do I hear right now? 
What do I feel like meaning like in terms of physical, like what can I touch? Um, what am I, so what am I hearing? What am I feeling? What am I seeing? What taste do I taste in my mouth? You know, really getting in touch with those senses, right? So now I'm like present in my moment. I'm, and usually it involves like that whole, like breathing in for three, exhaling for six, shall we say, centering ourselves and then tuning into our body because our body will tell us so much. So it's literally what is my body feeling right now and where am I carrying it? And so for me personally, it'll be, I'm feeling this weight in the pit of my stomach. Okay. What's that weight telling me? What am I feeling right now? Oh, it's anxiety. Okay. I'm feeling anxiety or I'm feeling fear or I'm feeling stress. And, you know, doing that a couple times, like, what am I feeling? What am I feeling? And then you take a deep breath and it's, what do I need? Because then you can, when you ask yourself, like for me, comedy, what do you need right now? I can say, I need a hug. I need support. I need to talk to somebody. You know, in voicing those things out loud, you can either then decide, can I do this with self-soothing? Can I just do this for myself? Or do I need my support system? Mm-hmm. And with these times right now, social distancing, like, all right, well, I can't go get a hug from somebody random right now <laughs> or a friend, but I certainly can get on Zoom or I can get on FaceTime and I can talk to them and I can say, this is what I'm feeling right now. This is what I, I need and communicate that to them. And then they are able to say, oh, I can meet that request here. Let me hear you out. Let me, let me help you. Let me support you. And part of it is when we've been so used to carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders, we tend to not tune into what we need and we also keep it in the dark. And what this is, is it's shining a light, bringing it to the forefront, allowing, you know, allowing the sunlight to shine on it so we can go get the support that we need. Because with that support, our resilience factor raises and we're able to meet whatever adverse situation we're facing. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm listening to you and thinking what a great opportunity we have right now to learn how to become more present, to take that breath. Like I, you know, when you were saying that, I was like, when's the last time I actually stood or sat and really thought, what am I feeling right now? What, Mm -hmm. where am I feeling it in my body? What am I seeing? I mean, I've lived such a busy life. And I think, you know, with five kids, I have two kids, activities, school drop-offs, school pickups. So I think that this is such an incredible time. Yeah, and I, I do. I do think it's a gift because especially, again, dealing with a lot of high achievers, I call us nexters, you know, what's next? Oh, I accomplished that. Great. Got it. Check. Next. And we don't even, we don't even take the time to appreciate what we're accomplishing. Like small, big, it doesn't matter. We're just constantly going. And this is a gift. If we can start looking at this as a gift to say, okay, I get to just get present. I mean, I keep joking around saying my dogs are the biggest winners right now because they get several walks a day, but it's, it's, it's being present in the moment and just getting, you know, tuning in, tuning into what's in front of us right now. Yeah, this is a difficult time, I think, for high achievers as well, because what's next, we don't know. Right. Do you see a correlation between high achievers and the external validation? Because that oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of us high achievers, we're, you know, we, we keep striving for the next thing. And so a lot of us are looking externally to say, yeah, you're doing good. You're doing well. You are, you've made it. And the point is, is that we've got to have that internally because the longer we look external, we're going to keep looking for it. And so we keep, we keep nexting. We keep going and going and going, and we've got to internalize that. We've got, it's got to be inside out. What is something that we can do to, to, like today, 
to get that internal validation first? Um, the thing that we can do today, which I often tell my clients is you start with one shift and that first shift can be celebrating your own personal victories, mm-hmm. you know, small, big, and each night you, you take the time and you write down like three to five things that you accomplished during that day, but then also three to five things that you forgive yourself for, because what happens is as high achievers, we will focus on what didn't go well and we'll continue to judge it. But if we actually write down three to five things that we forgive ourselves for and put it in that frame of forgive, we're actually saying, oh, that didn't go well, but it's okay because, and I've learned this out of it, we actually can start moving forward. So it's kind of reframing it and getting into that pattern. It's a small shift, but that's where if we start there as high achievers, we can learn to internalize our self-validation, become our own self-leader. And again, I mean, now's the time to do those things because we there there there's not a next next next. Like if you're if you're doing a bunch of things, we have no control right now. Or, mm-hmm. but so tell me a little bit about your book. Yeah, so my book just came out. It's called Ohm Life's Gentle Reminders, and it's actually a compilation of analogies of everyday things that have occurred and how we can look at them towards self-growth. So, for example, um, again, bringing up my daughter, she's a dancer. She faces a lot of blisters on her feet, and so I was discussing in my book an analogy of how the blisters can actually be looked at as a way to Sometimes you have to go through these bruises and these battles, but those bruises and battles are actually going to teach you how to move forward. Um, so it's just a compilation of these small analogies. It's meant to be um, like the, the Marcus Aurelius meditations that, you know, is like the philosophy. It's actually a spin on that. It's meant for the everyday modern day <laughs> woman or man. Men can read it too. Um, just to look at, you know, how these little things that happen in our life can actually be little gentle reminders and nudges to say, hey, this is another way that you can look at this and this is how you can move forward from it. Um, and again, it's not meant to necessarily be be read front to back. It's more like pick it up, quickly read something and, you know, get to go on with your day. <laughs> those are those are my favorite types of books too. And I read an excerpt from yours and I'm, I'm like, this is, this is great. Like, this is amazing because, you know, sitting down to read a whole book is difficult, but if I can read a chapter and really then sit back and say, oh, okay. Yeah, I can, I can move through this. I know that this is just a bump in the road. This is a speed bump. I can do this. So I'm excited for everyone to to get your book. Is it is it available in Canada as well? It should be. It's on Amazon and it's on Kindle or paperback. So yeah. That must have been an amazing experience writing that and accomplishing that. You should you should be so proud. I'm giving you external validation. <laughs> Thank you. You're a rock star. Uh, I could talk to you for hours about this, about boundaries and codependency and external validation, but I just wanted to thank you so much for being here. And where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on the internet at www.itsauthenticme.com or they can reach out to me via email at contact at It's Authentic Me. Um, I actually answer my own email, so would be happy if people reached out and let me know their thoughts. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I hope that was as good as it was for you as it was for me. That was so fantastic. Thank you for being an amazing human being and for listening to our show. Please leave a review so that we can always improve and make sure that we're doing a better job week by week for you. All the resources can be found at hellolifeacademy.com forward slash blog. I can't wait to hear what you thought about this week's show. It's just-